0: up everybody we are back for 40 we had a funerals some stuff's been going on um i had a cousin pass away but uh we're back uh training camp has started and um of course 4d for those of you don't know we talk about the dallas cowboys we talk about the doomsday defense which look this might be that this might be even better than last year Mm -hmm. um which we'll get into a little bit and of course we talk about the draft um And part of that is because, look, it's always draft season. Um, Always. And Joseph, how are you doing, my fine fellow sir?
1: Yeah, good, man. Just uh, working, grinding, you know, trying to make another dollar for another day. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah, But doing good. Excited Uh, uh, for the season to get started.
0: For those who can't see us real quick, I I, want to, what are you wearing on your head?
1: Oh man, this is the True Brand cap.
0: There it is. There it is. There it's go, the true, uh, brand, true Brand, Uh of course. Um, the co-venture uh, between Mister Ben might not make the team, Danucci, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, Dak Prescott, um, QB one, of course. Um, so, as you don't ha- don't know about it, it is True Brand. Like we don't, we're not sponsored by him or anything, uh, but it is a. Uh, Dallas, it says Dallas upside down. It's pretty cool. Um, So check it out. And A is actually not an A. It's a V Yeah. when you look it up. Um, So true brand. Yeah, Yeah, it looks like the A is upside down. So anywho, so we've gotten through the first part of training camp. Um, We got through the first preseason game. And so I I think before I want to have a little bit of fun in a minute, but let's talk about some guys so far for you that have stood out both in camp and in the first preseason game and potentially what we could see in preseason game two, who you think will stand out on that.
1: Okay. Um, Well, I mean, there's the obvious guys that I don't really want to touch on just because, you know, they're obvious and people are going to obviously know like a Micah Parsons and to Marcus Lawrence and stuff like that. There's no reason to really rehash all that. Um, a couple of guys. I know you have one that I'm going to let you have. Um, a couple of guys that have really stood out to me, um, both on the offensive side of the ball. And uh, one is, uh, uh, what is his name? Oh, Dennis Houston, uh, Dennis the Menace Houston. I don't know if that's his real nickname, but I'm going with it. It is um, now. Yep, it is now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, I think I heard somebody say, it. I don't remember who it was, but I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with it. Um, and guy's just been playing. He's been running with the ones undrafted free agent running with the ones. And I mean, you could take that for what it's worth for our depth at wide receiving core. Um, I know, Dan, you've had um, your thoughts on that and you've expressed that. Um, but yeah, he's you know, he's showing up. He showed up in a couple of times. He showed up in the preseason game, got a little bit of action, showed up pretty good, made a nice catch over the middle. He just seems to be getting open in that middle of the field. He just finds those soft spots. And he did it again today in training camp. They had the joint practice with the Chargers. Nice little cut wide open like wide, he was probably like a five to six yards separation from the defensive back. Um, just wide open, caught it, turned up field really nice. And there's no tackling. So it's hard to say exactly what would have happened, but he made a nice move. And you can make the argument that the defensive back, maybe had not been going 100% full because of obviously no tackling, but he made a nice move that it made you even think like, huh, I wonder if he would have broken a tackle there in real life because he made a nice move. So, you know, he, he's quietly making moves. And I've heard from a few birdies around camp that Dak really likes him. Dak really trusts him, um, so that's my first guy. The second guy is—I know we discussed this guy, um, Dan—and I mean, your your concerns on his size are valid, one hundred percent valid. But it's totally from, all it is. It's, it's totally all it is. Yeah, Turpin, uh, current MVP of A League, um, not this league, but A League <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, USFL. Um, he was the MVP. Uh, came in. And he, they brought him in really as a special teams punt returner, kick returner kind of guy, but he's been getting reps at wide receiver and he's making some plays. You know, they're doing him on motion, some screens and stuff like that, some jet sweeps. But then, he, like he caught a bomb from Cooper Rush today in joint practice, and it was a nice catch on the sidelines. So um, he's showing up a little bit more than I think than most people anticipated when he got, first got signed. So that's why I wanted to bring him up there.
0: Yeah and you know I I could see him being more of a almost like a number 2 Tony Pollard it's right like Whitehead yeah yeah I I want to say more of like a, a what they want Pollard to be right it's like yeah. it's like this guy who can who can come out of the backfield as you need him for speed but a guy you can throw in the slot for quick quick hits to kind of break it mm-hmm. open a little bit yeah. like i don't see him as like look again the, the size ball. issues get, right in
1: the ball in open space he can make, yeah he's quick he's so fast
0: like do i think he's going to get off of a hard press probably not yeah. like again the size issue right like that's really what it is but if you if you create which we've talked about uh, mm-hmm. can they do motion are they going to do motion yeah. if you can create space for him he, he's 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 fine. It's just that size coming off the line if they're not going to create motion could be a problem, but I really I mean, he's been great. Uh I really like Houston too. Um you know, we'll see how as it goes, you know, of course we know we know it's training camp. Like as you said, guys aren't hitting full, yeah. you know, they're they're not 100% running it. Um you know, there's no scheming going on essentially mm-hmm. in preseason games on either side. So it's not just our team, it's everybody. So it's sometimes you know yeah, and we see it every year, right? You'll see a guy show up in training camp or in preseason, you're like, "Holy cow, that guy's a bomb!" And then you you get him in a real game where like a team schemes for him a little bit, and you're like, "What happened to him?" Mm-hmm. You know, or you'll see a guy that you're just like, "Eh," at training camp, and all of a sudden the scheme happens and they use him the right way, and you're like, "Where did this guy come from?" Yeah. So so like we get it, it's training camp, um, but it's it's something to. There are two guys that have absolutely stood out. Uh, for, on my side, you know. Deron Bland, um, yep. you know, he he was making plays in training camp um, and people kind of, you know, they, they kind of didn't really like he wasn't talked about like Houston, right? Like Houston was kind of this name that was getting brought up all over the place. Mm-hmm. Bland, you'd hear like somebody be like, "Ooh, Bland had a great pass breakup or, oh, Bland got his nose in on a tackle. And you're like, OK, cool, cool, cool. And then he got to preseason game one and you realize what they were talking about. Um, you know, he was making really nice breaks in the run game or short passes to to crash down onto the lines, right? Like he was getting through trash, he was finding his way to the ball, he was being aggressive. It was really really nice to see from him, but he was also pretty solid in coverage.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, where he's sticking with his man, he's he's doing a nice trail, he's keeping people on his hip. Uh he's has a nice hip turn. So, I think Dron Bland it, quietly is having a really nice preseason in camp so far. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him do more of that in preseason game two. Um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping he pushes for CB3, CB4 position right now. Um, I think he, he could absolutely handle that. But yeah, he's been really refreshing. Uh, did, um, did
1: you did you hear that, Dan? Mm. That was my wife putting the crow pie in the oven <laughs> that I'm going to have to eat under <laughs> <on> Durand- a <laughs> just because... Look, I wasn't huge on this guy when they drafted him. I didn't l- love his tape out of college. Um, he what, If we pick him in the fifth or sixth round, I don't remember yeah. exactly. Yeah. But I, I didn't love his tape out of the college. And I was pretty – my guy is Isaac Taylor Stewart, cornerback uh, out of USC. I went on record saying that I thought Isaac Taylor Stewart was better. He might be down the line. But I, I said from the beginning Isaac Taylor Stewart, Stewart wasn't ready. He was a practice squad guy. Yep. But I thought the same thing as Bland. Um, and Bland is making my wife bake me some crow pie right now, <laughs> and I might be eating it very soon. So, hey, congrats <laughs> to him. I take it. I, it looks like I missed on that guy because he, he's showing up, and you're 100% right.
0: Yeah, he's – he's I, what I think the thing that is refreshing about him is he's physical enough, but he's not overly
1: physical. And so yeah, they're, they're, the he's kind of fearless. The word they're using is sticky. Yeah, I've heard he, a lot of people say st- he call him sticky. That's the word they're using to describe him. Yeah,
0: he he's 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 pretty solid this so far. The other one, I, I'm going to kind of throw like a dual name out there, like, and the reason I'm doing this is because really it's the position. Mm-hmm. Um, look, Malik Davis showed up on preseason game one. He's been mm-hmm. kind of showing up a little bit in training camp, but like Aaron Cham- uh, Champlin. Champ yeah. um, is also showing up. Yeah. And, and he didn't get as many snaps preseason game one. Let's see what he does in preseason game two as Malik Davis. I mean, Malik Davis is kind of the name, but I wanted to kind of just say like people were saying the Cowboys could have five legitimate running backs. Right. And you're not going to keep all of them. Obviously we don't have a fullback, which means you might be able to keep a third or fourth running back if you're not going to have a fullback. Um, but you know, Malik Davis showed up. You know, and he was fighting for extra yards. He was making solid, decisive cuts. Here's the thing: when we talk about cuts, there's 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 people who make these like magical cuts that you're like, you know, oh my gosh, that dude just faked that guy right out of his mm-hmm. shoes. And then you got guys who are like, I'm just gonna plant and go. That's where my hole is gonna be. I'm I'm trusting the hole is gonna be there. And that's kind of what Malik has has shown thus far is he's decisive. He's like, that's the hole. I'm hitting the hole. Um, And it's, it's nice. It's, it's actually pretty nice to watch him do that. Um, You know, we've been told, we've been told that RB three, whoever that is this year is going to get more playing time uh, than the last year. They said that, uh, what, I think a week or two ago. Yeah. Um, They, they come out in one of the press conferences and said, expect RB three to essentially RB three to get more, more snaps. Um, so anyway, I, I wanted to kind of throw Malik Davis, but you know, a little nod to Aaron Champlin, Champlin you know, out there. It's going to
1: be interesting because, um, a good friend of the show, Mike Crum, he's been on the show a few times, um, has, uh, you know, wrote an article, if you haven't checked it out with Cowboys wire, check it out, um, on his review of the preseason game and his, you know, his guys who he thought had a good game and Malik Davis was one of them and he was right. Um, and he, but he mentioned in there that, hey, he's fighting for that RB3 spot. I don't know if he is, to be honest with you. I think Rico Dowdle might have that locked up. They really, really like Rico they Dowdle. Do. They do. They do. They, they, they stashed him last year because they liked him. He looks explosive and really good this camp. So it looks like he might be that guy. Um, and then, like you said, Champlin, it looked good, too. I don't know if we keep four backs. I know that we're not keeping a fullback. So maybe it doesn't look like we're going to keep a fullback this year. So maybe, but keeping four running backs, that's, that's going really long there. So it, it might be the only problem with the, with both campman and like Davis and keeping them and being like, Hey, maybe we can get them to a practice squad is they're going to be running a lot in this next game and the final third preseason game. So there's going to be a lot of exposure. And if they're running good, Teams might swoop them up, and we might not be able to get them to the practice score.
0: Yeah, and and you know the other thing we 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 all joke about like oh you don't keep a blocking running back, but like right now, you know Zeke is your best blocking running back, right? Mm-hmm. In press protection, if M- Malik or Aaron can show that, yeah, beyond just their running ability, if they can show like hey, if Zeke can't. If Zeke has to take a breather or if something has to happen and we need a guy who can add an extra blocker, you know, we don't have a fullback. That might be enough. Like you said, it's long in the position. Mm-hmm. They may not do that. They may just keep somebody on the practice squad. But that that's the chance, right? Like that's where you're going to find that chance is if that guy can be – both like a fullback and a running back and block and do some other things.
1: Yeah, Um, possibly. I don't know if you'd notice today at practice, but they've cut, obviously they cut null the mm fullback since the last game. Um, So we haven't seen really a joint practice or anything like that since that he got cut. It was actually Jake Ferguson running the fullback mm-hmm. role today in practice with the, against the Chargers. So he he had a couple reps in the fullback leading leading Zeke and everything like that. So that was actually interesting, um, getting Ferg, Ferguson on the field um, in a different role rather than tight end, using him in that kind of edge back role, fullback.
0: Yeah. Um, hold on a second. Let me double check something here real
1: quick. Let me and that send might this be a over. way. Sorry, but that might be a way to keep. Four tight ends, like the um, go uh, not have the fullback and then go four tight ends.
0: Yeah, they they do like the tight ends, and you know, that's that's a position, um, that we know they're going to look. They have one guy really right now, right, that they truly believe in, and that's Dalton Schultz. You know, sprinkle, they're like, oh, he's a blocking tight end, he hasn't done great on that. Um, so I think that two and three tight end position is wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me um, if that's the case. Yeah. Um, you know, if they keep that third or fourth tight end and say, hey, listen, you're the full slash, you know, blocking back slash tight end slash whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on a second. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, do they keep four? maybe. I don't think they go longer than four at running back, and I don't think if they go shorter, they go longer than four at tight end.
1: Yeah, I could see four at tight end, because I know well Schultz is there, obviously. Um McEwen's there from last year. I think they're going to give him another go at it. Um, I think Sprinkles out. I really do. He doesn't add enough. He's, he's there for only blocking. He hasn't done a good job of that. I don't think mm-hmm. Sprinkles on the team this year. They really like, obviously, Ferguson, who they just drafted, and they signed undrafted free agent, um, Peyton Hindershot, who they're really liking. He reminds them a lot of Blake Jarwin. He has that same size and ability, showed up, made a great deep catch in the game against the uh, Broncos, has been showing up in practice, so they really like him a lot. So that it's the question of can Hindershot convince them to give him a spot on the 53, or are they going to try to sneak him to the practice squad I think that's a risk for the guy with that kind of skills and ability.
0: Yeah, I, I like Hendershaw. I kind of liked him coming out. Um, mm-hmm. yep. He was one of the guys I highlighted on the UDFA mm-hmm. uh, my UDFA article uh, because I think he's he's kind of more of the he's a little bit the old school tight end, right? Who's kind of like I can kind of do it all, but I'm not like elite at anything, right? But mm-hmm. I can do. A lot of it. Yeah. And I, you know, that, that kind of tight end that people have kind of moved away from, I, I think he's kind of that throwback a little bit. Um, so uh, anyway, I, I, I like Hendershot. Uh, I hope that he sticks around at least on the, on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Um, he was but, one of
1: my guys when we first signed all the undrafted free agents. He was one of my guys. And I had probably too many of the undrafted free agents who I really liked that I was like, hey, this guy has a shot at the 53. Um, and so he's he's playing well. And uh, so we'll see what he can do.
0: Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me. I have to message somebody real quick. Sorry, guys. Um, my other work. There we go. All right. So, yeah, I think if we – we have a ways to go to the fifty-three, mm-hmm. and that fit. And how they trim over the next trim, I think the next one or two trims is really going to be a uh, a a message of how they're kind of leaning and where they're seeing it. Right, that first cut, even some of the second cut, is kind of like guy got injured. You know, it's it's the guy who they signed as like the last UDFA or the guy that you know, they just happen to pick up late or whatever. It's usually those guys. Um, but, you know, we, we knew this one. You had the fullback. you Three guys essentially were injured. And then you had one who they, the defensive tackle, they just were yeah, like, we don't all, need you.
1: I think all three of those guys that were injured have cleared waivers and have returned to the OU. The they have. That,
0: that happened today. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that leads me into, I, you know, what we've seen so far. Um, now, again, we, we still know there's a there's a ways to go. We have two more games. We have some more training camp. Let's play a game. Is it time? Now, I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna go through some positions, groups. Mm-hmm. Um, is it time to panic, or is it time to relax and be comfortable? Okay. Mm. All right. So let's let's start with the easy one. Running back, panic or comfortable?
1: I'm comfortable running back. I'm All right. really comfortable at running back right now.
0: Good, good. Okay, so I, I want I want to start out easy. I want to start yeah. out easy.
1: Backup quarterback. Is there a push option? <laughs> yeah, I need yeah. I need to see I need to see Will Greer in in camp and and in, in the game this weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, because if it's not Will Greer and he's not having a great time and he plays like Cooper Rush played or Dunucci played. Or he played like
0: he did in the regular season, his two games. Yeah, (laughs) I'm
1: panicking. panicking. But he's looked better. He's looked more composed in camp and practices. So if he can bring that to the game this weekend, then I think I'll be a little bit comfortable. And and we all know if QB1, if, if... not yeah. What's the motto? If, if we, something happens, you're yeah. screwed.
0: You're screwed. We don't. We with. don't yeah. plan for eft. Essentially. Exactly. Um. But yeah. I mean, it's still. You know. Look. Cooper Rush won us a game. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right? That's so, like, all I'm
1: looking for is a game or two. If you have a game or two, can he win a game or two?
0: Right. And, can, can you and close out it? a game if somebody yeah. twists an ankle and they're like, you know what, we're done? Can you close yeah. out a game? Um. Okay. Tight end.
1: I'm comfortable at tight end. Okay. I really am.
0: All right. Wide receiver. Are you comfortable? Are you still like, I need to see a little more because these guys are so young? Or are you like,
1: nope, it, we're done. Nope, panic. It's so hard because the line was so bad against the Broncos that you didn't, didn't get a chance to really evaluate these wide receivers in the game because Cooper Rush had no time to throw. I think I think I am almost to panic, especially because I think, you just look at Twitter this morning when the news came out that C.D. Lamb was out with a, a fit <laughs> injury. Now I get it, it turned out to just be a, a cut on his toe that he had a couple stitches in, and he's going to be fine. There's no long-term effect, but that just shows you if something does happen to C.D. Lamb that's long-term or multiple games, something like that, like you're in full-blown horrific panic mode because there's not much proven besides that. So you're basically banking on, oh, I'm comfortable with the wide receivers because CD lane is there. Okay, Mm -hmm. but this is football and injuries happen. So that's why I'm leaning, I'm very close to panicking just because there's nobody else. And
0: there's no experience, right? Healthy experience right now. That's the other piece of it, like, and people want to be like, "Oh, let just give the rookies a chance." And I'm like, I get that, and they should play. Mm-hmm. I'm not disagreeing. What I'm saying the is,
1: same thing in 2018 to start the year.
0: The NFL is just a different animal, and if you have never played and you're relying on a whole bunch of guys who've never played in that level, like you kind of don't know what you're gonna get. Like it's it's just, you know what I mean? Like you're kind of like, yeah. oh god, they could be great, they could be bad. I. I really don't know. And so there's a lot of question about that. And I agree. Uh, I think as long as CD is healthy, I don't, I'm not going to be like, we're good because I still think you need a little bit more experience there, but you know, CD being healthy helps, right? Like it massively helps the confidence level in that group.
1: We just, we just need to get to mid to late October and get Gallup back. And then a couple of weeks, obviously, because he's got to get reacclimated to the league, mm-hmm. the playing style and stuff like that. But like, Get him back to playing good, and by the second half of the season, I think that I'll that be comfortable with the wide receiving core. Okay,
0: so left tackle. I know that sounds odd, but look, we've watched some of the training camp, and there's already been some health concerns. Mm-hmm.
1: Left tackle. I'm, com- I'm comfortable with a healthy Tyron-, Tyron Smith. I am not comfortable with the backup type. to so that left tackle spot right now. I'm not. Because ball, that's not he's not it. And we
0: don't have a swing tackle right now. Honestly, great, I don't know that we great, do.
1: Great news from last night. I don't know if you saw it. If anybody if you didn't see it, Wellesco go is responding great to treatment on his shoulder, and he is doesn't need surgery. He he can push it off. He's going to
0: push it he, off. Yeah,
1: he, he can push it off. Well, he does need surgery. Sorry, but he can push it off till the off season, mm-hmm. and as long as it doesn't get any worse. He'll be good. he he'll be coming back. I don't know. We don't have a time frame on when he'll be back, but he should be back. Um, so that might help because I think I like him a lot as a swing tackle. Um, for but we'll have to see. We'll have to obviously see him play and everything like that. But that might be a little bit relief. But I'm still I haven't seen it yet, so it's still the backup the backup tackle position is full panic mode, and. You know you're going to need it because unfortunately, mm-hmm. Tyron Smith can't play 17 games.
0: Well, uh, he, has, so he hasn't well, he he has in a while.
1: I yeah. mean, he's yeah, he hasn't yeah. So like, it's that's that's the concerning part. So I am in panic mode with the backup left tackle position,
0: 100%. Okay, so thinking on that level, now we understand swing tackle is a question. Right tackle. <sighs>
1: This one's hard because I am not sold. I've been very vocal about it. I'm not sold on Terrence Steele as a pass blocker. He's a good run blocker. I'm not sold on him as a pass blocker. He's getting beat up in camp every which way by multiple people. And everybody's like, oh, well, he's going up against this guy. Oh, he's going up against it. Well, he's going to have to go up against really good um, defensive ends during the season. So you can't just mm-hmm. keep making that excuse. You know, he doesn't get to play nobody's all the time. Um, right. So, with the swing tackle position where it is, I have confidence that Steele can play the whole season as long as nothing a freak injury doesn't happen or anything like that. He doesn't have an injury history. It's just I'm I'm a little bit worried about his pass blocking because um, the pass blocking has not been great um, this camp. So I'm not in panic mode. Um, he's a he's a decent tackle, um, but I'm not expecting. A pro bowl or all pro level from
0: him. Yeah, and you know I, I do love when people are like, well, he's it was against you know Tank or it was against Micah. Look, it was against Armstrong, it was against like yeah. almost he's had it and it isn't just like one rap, r- one rep, right? So what's happening is is it's a consistency issue. He might stone a guy two times in a row, three mm-hmm. times in a row, and then he'll have a run of two or three plays where you're like, bro, you're
1: killing and, me. And that's the problem with the offensive line play. And uh, Brian Broaddus always talks about it is that, look, you got like 50 to 60 reps in a game, right? Mm-hmm. And you can be great for 55 of those reps. But if you have five or six really bad reps, you're going to be graded as having a terrible game. Like imagine if Tyron Smith had 60 reps and you can say, Fifty-five of these were really good, but he gave up three sacks and two other pressures. You're yeah. not going to be like, "Hey, he had a great game," even though there's only five out of the fifty-five or sixty reps. Yep. That's just offensive. It's it's, un, it's a little unfair, but that's just how offensive line play is. It's built for them to win. Mm. They
0: they especially nowadays. Ready.
1: Yeah. So except
0: like, except if you're us and you get a crap ton of holding calls. Now some yeah. of them were warranted. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, and some of them were very. I guess by letter of the law, but we never see it called kind of stuff. And then there were some that were just absolutely like, what is that? Um, But you're right. Like if you can get away with one bad snap, okay. But when you're doing stringing two or three together, followed by two or three decent ones, followed by one or two bad ones, followed by that's not, you want consistency. And that's my issue with, with steel is it's a consistency issue. It's not that when he flashes he doesn't flash, because he does. Okay, so so next position. Let's let's just left guard.
1: Well, let me <laughs> let me ask. Who's the starter?
0: See, and that's the that's that makes me want to panic. Right. Right? Because because not knowing that means that they're not sure themselves. Well,
1: here's the thing, is that everybody I like we talk to, we have a group chat of a lot of writers and and content creators and stuff like that we were in and we involved we talked to them and every one of them everybody we talked to said oh we're confident that Tyler smith is going to start cool awesome you're confident he's going to mm-hmm. start well why is mcgovern still getting the majority of the first team snaps
0: he today they announced it on it, it's out there they announced that he's going to get first team to, today now granted yeah. again it's practice but i i would hope That they would know, unless there's an injury concern, that they would know, yes, this is the guy, and he's just going to—especially a rookie. Mm -hmm. Like, if you have a rookie that you know is going to start, you're going to want him to get snaps. And I mean, snap, snaps.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing. One, you would think that, but then you also have the report from Brian Broadus that Philbin, the offensive line coach, Uh. is not— was not in, and the assistant office line coach, they didn't want Tyler Smith.
0: Yeah, they not did not want him.
1: They didn't want yeah. him. So that leads to some doubt, okay? Basically, so the coaches are split on this guy, okay? Then you have McGovern getting the majority of first-team reps, and then some people were like, oh, it's so Tyler Smith can get left tackle reps. Well, he's not getting left tackle reps right now. No. So what is it? And then I also heard, if you listen to the last joint practice with the Broncos, Nate Newton said that he is struggling Tyler Smith is struggling with the mental aspects and the mental mm-hmm. jobs of left guard. So he was and, like, and we saw that, him. yeah, and he was we, like, don't "We put saw him that with left tackle." Mm-hmm. Because if he's struggling mentally with left guard, you don't want to add more. T- yeah, because uh, left tackle uh, is probably the most one of the most, most mentally taxing exactly. positions. So you don't want to do outside of maybe center. <laughs> of yeah, yeah, you don't want to do both of them at the same time if he's struggling with one. So, like, what's going on? And that makes you want to panic because. Is our first round pick number twenty four overall pick? You're going to not start over the guy who we all wanted to replace, elect- who, who essentially left- is our
0: fullback, <laughs> over the guy who's essentially our fullback right now. Um, you know, but then that leads you into center, right? Because if you're not sure of your center and you're not sure of your left guard, is that a problem? I mean, yes, you have Zach Martin. I'm going to leave right guard out of this, but center, like. We saw it again in the preseason game. And we've seen it a little bit in some of the training camp. Biadish is still struggling. Right? Sure. He's had a couple of solid reps. I like, am not gonna mm-hmm. deny he hasn't he hasn't had some moments. What I'm saying is is it's a consistency issue again with him. Um and we're seeing that again. Are you panicking at center? Or are you like, you know what, we're okay.
1: No, one hundred percent panic. Oh, yeah. You're right, you're swell. Your evaluation of Steele is the same evaluation that needs to be given to Tyler Biotis, but even more so because I think he's less consistent than even Steele. And we heard all offseason that they were going to make it a competition in camp,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they haven't. They haven't. They have not. He's been getting every single first team rep. And the guy who they said they were going to give him, give, they were going to give, make, compete against him in camp is barely even playing center. He's playing backup guard as a mm-hmm. swing guard in Farniak. So, like, they're really not – they they really have – I guess they've taken all competition and said, hey, let, let's take it away from him, and maybe he'll feel comfortable and confident. I don't know. I think that's a bad mentality. But um, he's still having his consistency issues, you know, and um, I have been very on record of wanting to find a replacement for him and so I'm in panic mode because they seem 100% content with, Hey, this is our guy for this year. And yep, yeah.
0: And, and you're not, now you don't know what your left guards looking like. Mm-hmm. And Tyron has struggled at left tackle that whole left side of the line. Looks even if you believe nice. in steel, even if you believe in steel, that leaves your whole left side of your line with some questions. Mm-hmm. All right. So I don't know. I, I wanted to kind of do that with the offense now defense I'm going to go a little easier on a little faster on mm-hmm. uh let's just go let's just go secondary
1: super confident super comfortable okay. I, I'm not
0: comfortable there. on the depth just yet um you know we saw Joseph struggle we've seen Mukwamo mm-hmm. struggle with some um physical natures yeah. of the game uh we've seen Kelvin Joseph uh we saw uh, we've just seen some struggles
1: the, the depth um, is not in- Nashon Wright, right? Yeah. right the starters like, are really mm-hmm. have really played well,
0: a- including the safeties. Like they're oh, they're yeah. playing really well. Oh, it's yeah. all of the the starters. I'm super comfortable with. I I pray we don't get more than maybe one injury at a time because I think you're you're going to start seeing some breakdown to it. Uh, It'll be but,
1: interesting to see. I don't know me, neither of us, neither me or you, are the biggest Jordan Lewis fans.
2: Um,
1: but he, you know, he's right there. He's not unbelievably terrible. You know, but, you know, he's he's an average slot cornerback, um, but he came away from practice today with a hamstring injury. We're yep. going to have to see how the severity of that and who fills that spot. That's bland. What he it's it bland. I'm just out. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it might be. Land. He might it have, might be because yeah. because maybe Joseph, but, you know, not right. Can't play the slot. No, Wright's it's gonna it's probably unless gonna be Joseph Brown. or Bland. Yeah. But unless they move Brown into the slot and have him right on the opposite, I don't know I don't that know. they do that. But yeah. I don't
0: know that they do that after preseason game one. Just yeah. seeing and seeing how Brown has been all mm-hmm. training camp. Like under like people are not appreciating enough Anthony Brown this training camp mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. how good he has been. Yeah. The fact that you haven't heard about him is probably an indictment of how good he is playing.
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. Like, like, people aren't talking about him and Diggs, really, outside of the PFF stuff with no. Diggs. But nobody's talking about either of them. Why? Because they playing are. Very well. yeah. <laughs> like, now, again, there we can question whether it's our receivers. We can question. Like, we got that. Like, again, we understand training camp. We understand all of these things. But they have been playing really well. And yeah. so you know i don't think anthony brown's getting enough love you knew you know i've been an anthony brown fan for several years now
2: mm-hmm.
0: i have pounded the table to keep him i was like we need him you know if we get another corner move brown to the slot like i'm just like mm-hmm. find a way to keep this guy um and so he's he's showing out and i'm really happy for him uh but yeah depth is just it's an issue so on that same kind of topic linebacker
1: um, I'm comfortable, not super comfortable, but I'm comfortable. Um, you know, if you're going to include Micah Parsons in that, uh, you know, LVE's had a good camp. Um, we'll see what Bar can bring, um you know, surprising. We're talking about depth. Luke Gifford has, you know, he's there. He's more of a special team guy, but um, Malik Jefferson has Mm -hmm. really, really had a solid camp. So I think that's a good depth piece that we might bring bring forward into the season. I think he's, he's really shown out and showed himself like, Hey, I might, I I deserve a roster spot. So he's a guy that could be on special teams and the backup linebacker roles. Um, So um, I'm comfortable. I'm not, well, I mean, with Micah Parsons there, you, you're you, you got to be excited for it. But like, uh, I'm I'm comfortable with the position overall.
0: Well, and look, you know, we we've heard the rumblings of them wanting to use a four-two-five. Like we've we've heard that, right? And so that hopefully, if you have, let's say, Bar shows up. You got yourself a bar or a Jabril Cox along with maybe an LVE in there. Now maybe you can throw a Gifford or Malik Jefferson once in a while, or whoever, right? And then you can move Parsons around to actually like be on the edge when you yep. need it, or right? So you know, more than one injury to position. I think if they rotate to a more four-two setup, um, I think they're going to be okay. It's if they. Tr- Go traditional 4-3, and you get more than a single injury. I think that's where that will rear its head. Probably, yeah. But it, for the way I see, I hope that I see them running it, I think we're okay. So I, I kind of agree with you on that one. Um, let's go pass rush.
1: I'm comfortable because D-Law is balling out. Um, he looks healthy. He looks really good. Micah Parsons looks unblockable. Um, he seems even from the linebacker position, he bliffed the a gap today in practice and basically ran completely right through poor Austin Eckler. Like it wasn't, yeah, even yeah. Fair. It wasn't even a fair matchup and would have got the sack easily. Um, Look, so you like, and
0: I may be able to run through Austin Eckler. Yeah. I'm just saying, so. I'm just saying <laughs> love to Austin Eckler, but he's not the biggest dude in the world.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so like, um, you know, from that aspect, I haven't heard much of Torrance on from, I've heard things here and there. We'll have to see how he plays. Fowler has made some plays here and there. He made that boneheaded penalty in the game mm-hmm. um, that got him benched. Um, but like he showed up and played some. So, you know, I'm I'm comfortable with the pass rush right now. If but again, the depth behind the starters is concerning. Like if D Law goes down, which we know D Law has had a history of injuries every once in a while. Um, if something like that happens or Doran's Armstrong, it, like it's just there's not much behind. You know, mm-hmm. where you're going to be like, hey, I feel comfortable with this guy as an everyday starter. Or, like, I don't.
0: Which um, could force so. them to move Parsons down more, right? And like, that's, if, if that that's the case.
1: Yeah. I think that would happen 100%. Yeah, I mean,
0: do too. I, just based off of what they've said, too, is they, they've kind of talked like, they've done that, like, Jerry, Steven kind of talk. The whole team mm-hmm. has around it. They're like, well, oh, Edge, oh, we have Parsons. You know, they're kind of like, oh, we have Parsons over here. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's probably a. a a high possibility. Look, and and we're not getting a ton still. I mean, we're getting some better because Gallimore looks strong in the passing game mm-hmm. um, as a with the size he's added. Right, like he's added some size; it's noticeable size, um, and so he's getting some push up the middle. We're oh. still not seeing a ton of pressure up the middle; still not there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that leads me to as we're talking about the defensive tackles. Run defense on the defensive line. Let's just talk on the defensive line.
1: I am more comfortable than I am. I was last year. Um, mm. Gallimore and Osa look like they really put in a lot of work physically this offseason. They've looked great in camp. Bohana has flashed um, some... Uh, he especially late this later part of camp, he you know, he's really played been playing well. Ridgeway's been injured, unfortunately. Hopefully, we can get him back and see what he can do. Um, but Wahana's been flashing, uh, but yeah, Gallimore and Osa have looked good, and they didn't play much in the Broncos game. But you saw the very first snap, Gallimore burst right through the line, like a six or seven yard loss immediately on a run play. Like, just Gallimore looks really good and strong. Um, so the
0: question questions going to be with them is not so much getting the pr- the push in mm-hmm. i think it's going to be whether they can Big anchor over. if they have yeah. to anchor because that's that's two different requirements that sometimes they'll ask yeah. they'll be like hey we don't want you to push forward too far because then plays could get behind you we want you to hold your gap we yeah. want you to to play that base right i mean you can get some push what they don't want is you know the old you know uh, Linehan, Marinelli
1: mm-hmm.
0: Garrett era where they're like meet a, everybody meet at the quarterback four everybody just go man. upfield right like we
1: have four rushmen yeah yeah
0: yeah they you know you need somebody to hold that point of attack sometimes to eat that block mm-hmm. to get somebody else into a gap and and that's where I'm still not hundred percent sold yeah. um because we've seen a, we saw it a little bit depth wise specifically uh, a little bit in the first game that you know once that depth kind of changed you were like "Ooh, you're kind of getting blown a little bit off the off of it but we'll see uh, i don't hate it i don't love it um but we'll see i i think the i think the size helps i was mm-hmm. worried going into the season because we hadn't seen them in their size quite yeah. yet um and so you know you're basing it off what you kind of know and so i was really worried that like Gallimore wasn't going to be quite that guy. His extra weight has absolutely helped him. Yeah, um, so hopefully, they so. get
1: him, him and Osa get a few more reps in because they didn't really yeah. have one series in the first preseason game. I think well, three and out. And yeah,
0: we you know, we know yeah. that we don't know what the second game. They haven't really said how much they're going to play. No. The starters are going to play. I yet. I heard that it's
1: not going to be much.
0: No, I heard it's not. Game going to three be much. is probably where a, they're going to play a half, and then everybody's going to get out or a quarter. Everybody's going to get out, and then it's just going to be more yeah. depth because really. I think most of the starters on this team are pretty much entrenched. There's a couple of positions yeah. we talked about that are not as a starter. Um it's there's a lot of questions at depth. Who's 2, who's 3, who's 4, who's 5? Like those questions are still like we're still figuring it out and I think the team is still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. All right, so the last the last one I have to go. Full uh, penalty. I'm sorry. Full penalty. Kick, kicker.
1: So, full panic. Like, before you even said it like I, I mean, i'm comfortable at punter i am yep. full full panic mode and kicker because if you're telling me that brett maher is the best we got <laughs> i'm in full panic mode
0: yeah yeah and, and you know people are calling for you know dicker look dicker wasn't like absolutely lights out
1: in texas, texas. like, like they just like the name, I guess. They like the name, and they like that he's from Texas. Oh, but... and, then he, and that he can also punt. Like people have told me. Yeah. About, well, he can also be a punter. Well, we have an All-Pro punter, so I don't really care about that.
0: Fairly to him, though, I will say fairly to Dicker is they ha- they had him as a strict punter, mm-hmm. right? And they didn't really try him as a place kicker, um, and he got cut, and so we really don't haven't seen him at. In a role of kicker at he training kicked, camp,
1: yet he kicked two extra points, uh, yeah. three extra points in the game, and right. extra points. Okay, yeah,
0: it. But we haven't really seen him. Like, can yeah. he do a fifty-yarder? Can he do mm-hmm. a you know like we haven't seen any of that. So fairly to him, we've really only seen a couple extra points and mostly punting. So, I don't know. Um, okay, so we, we've we've talked we've talked game one. Who stood out? We've talked training camp thus far. We have talked about panic or or whatever. Let's move to preseason game 2. Okay. Sure. Let's move there. They're they're playing the Chargers. We we uh, we don't know how, exactly how much the starters if at all will play. So, what are you looking for in this game? And what are you hoping for? Not just watching for, but hoping for in this game.
1: Okay, so we know Dak's not playing. They've already they've already said that mm-hmm. that Dak will not play. Yeah, um, no surprise. Um, so what I'm looking for is the offensive line uh, to hold up a little bit more because they didn't hold up against mm-hmm. uh, the Denver Broncos very well, and it was very hard to evaluate everybody on the offense because they didn't hold up, except later in the game. Uh, and the, in the later quarters, they they held up better in the run game and the passing game when like third stringers came in. But yeah, third third and the guys who got cut came in. <laughs> that doesn't do much for us. So I'm 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 looking for the offensive line to hold up, and the reason I'm looking for that is because I'm hoping for the quarterbacks to have a little bit of time. Will Greer, yeah. I want to evaluate Will Greer, have a little time, so then I can further evaluate these wide receivers that we have questions about. And okay, once we get that, hey, Will Greer. Uh, rush Genucci like can you guys get this ball out so we can evaluate these wide receivers and their separation and if they can catch the ball and what's going on i need to evaluate all that because we didn't really get a chance to last game um so hopefully that's what i'm looking for and hoping for out of this offense
0: okay um i i think with me uh, what i really want to see is not just the offensive line right but what i want to see is some answers to the offensive line right like i i want to know who your left guard is going to be i want to see if they're if they are like we are not sold on our swing tackle you know like does it, it was game 1 an aberration for ball right like let's just let's just say it like it happens mm-hmm. right was game 1 an aberration for him or is he really just not the answer i don't think he's the answer but i want to know that I don't want to, I don't want to give him, say, look, we, you and I both know how we feel about ball and his mm-hmm. history. Like I get it, but as a player taking all the rest out, I don't want to f- unfairly judge any player based off of one preseason game.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Right. Like yeah. I, I don't. And so, I mean, sometimes you can kind of tell, like, let's just be honest. There, there's times where you've looked at a guy and you're like, yeah, that dude doesn't even know where he's standing. Like, you can see it once in a while. You'll be like, whoa, why is that guy on a field?
2: Sure
0: yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, sometimes you just see it. Um, but, you know, I, I'm i hoping that they get some more answers, right? Mm-hmm. And I, and I kind of want to see them do that. Um, the other thing I'm actually interested to see is what this – what they are looking at in terms of, I want to see more team speed mm-hmm. and, and and not just on de- like defense. I think we're okay on team speed. I want to see them utilize their team speed on offense. You know, I get Pollard may not play, but like, give me more turban. give mm-hmm. me more of the guys that, that do it and try to utilize it. Now, granted the offensive line, but I want to see them actually trying to use some of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, Versus, hey, we're going to run a a four yard in here. Like, yeah. why am I running a four yard in with a guy who runs a four four? Yeah, right. Like, I get it. Like, sometimes you got to, but like, that's what we saw a lot of. Now, grant again, a lot of it's the offensive line, but there was and and backup quarterbacks. But you're like, bro, you got a guy who try to create him some space and see what he can do with the ball. Mm. Try to let that happen. I, I'm not saying you have to scheme emotion. I'm not even saying you have to do some weird exotic play. Just show me, like, let us see what some of these guys can do in space. Um, and so I, I kind of want to see that uh, on defense. The only thing on defense I want to see is consistency yeah like across it right like and it, and that's not starters that's depth i want to see more consistency on the depth cuz we saw it where they would play lights out for a minute and then you were like penalty penalty yep. holding penalty good play penalty good play yeah give up 10 yards give up a bomb you know yeah. like i want to see just consistency from the depth um mm-hmm. a little more consistency it doesn't have to be perfectly consistent just more um mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at. You know, again, preseason, you can only do so much. And like you're evaluating players. You're evaluating players. And you're, look, there is no scheming going on, right? So, so all you're looking at is if the guy's cuts look good. You're looking if this guy is getting lost in coverage. Mm -hmm. You're looking at, is this guy making good hand usage is his, you know, is his footwork, right? What's his pass rush move like on all these different positions. And you're really looking at their, their techniques versus their ability to fit within a certain scheme, their ability to sometimes cover sideline to sideline. Cause that's not really what's being asked of them, yeah. you know, to make a play sort of a thing. They're, they're lining up and saying, go. Um, so I, I, I get it, but I want to see more consistency out of it, uh, especially along the depth, because we know injuries happen. Yeah, we we know right, it does. Right. Um, so I, I'm going to have, I'm going to, I'm throwing something qu- kind of f- quick and fun in before I want to, I want to touch just a, just a second on the draft here. Um, so something kind of fun. If you had to pick four Dallas Cowboys on the mm-hmm. offense, for okay. fantasy football that you would for sure draft. Give me your four.
1: Okay. Um, Dak. Mm-hmm. Lamb. Mm-hmm. Zeke, because I think he's going to get a lot of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Schultz, because he's going to get a lot of targets. Those are my four. Okay. Do you have a sleeper? Ooh, a
2: sleeper. Um, I mean, you could
1: go Tolbert uh, just because I think Tolbert is going to be a deep threat guy, and he's going to get a lot of opportunity um, to begin the season uh, with uh, Gallup not being there. So uh, Tolbert might be a guy that is a sleeper in the beginning of the season, the first six weeks where, like, hey – I can I can get through six weeks with the, with playing this guy because he's going to get some opportunities. He's going to get when he catches it. It's probably going to be pretty deep, you know. Um, So uh, Tolbert might be a sleeper in the beginning of the season. I don't know if it's going to last the entire season, but the beginning before Gallup gets back, uh, that's that's a possibility. You probably can get him really late in the draft.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw uh, I did one draft so far. I think somebody grabbed him like second to last round. Yeah, as like a flyer. So yeah. you'll probably get him pretty late. Um, okay. So I will agree on the, you know, Dak, I will agree on the lamb. Um, you know, I think they're, I think they're going to run a lot. So I think Zeke's a smart play. Mm-hmm. Um, Schultz, I'm a little mixed on, you know, I think he's going to get some yards. I think he's yeah. like not a ton. I think he's going to be really more of a PPR type type guy. Oh, so cool. if you're in a PPR, yeah. he'll probably be there. He'll probably get some touchdowns, um, uh, because they're going to use him a little bit in the red zone. Um, But I'm actually going to say Pollard.
1: I was thinking Pollard. I really was. Right.
0: And and the only reason I'm going to think Pollard is like, we have heard that they want to use him more, Mm -hmm. find ways to manufacture touches for him. Whether or not he's on the field at the same time as Zeke, use him as a slot, split him out, Mm -hmm. get him behind the line. Like maybe you have Zeke block for him once. Maybe you Mm -hmm. have him run. And like, I think Pollard is a little bit of like, I don't want to call him quite a sleeper because I think he's going to probably go mid to mid late round ish as like a depth guy that most people are going to pick up. He's a big um,
1: handcuff. He is a gigantic. He is a handcuff. huge
0: handcuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's probably going to be his his thing, but I think he's a little bit of a, he might even be a little bit underrated there, especially mm-hmm. to your point early in the season with Tolbert, like you said with Tolbert, I think Pollard might be able to help alleviate some of that Yeah. Um, early on. So I, I'm going to say that now my sleeper my sleeper I'm actually going to I'm 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 going to drop it. I let, let's hope. Let's hope I'm going to go Ferguson. Mm, I like okay. It. Now, I'm assuming Ferguson's going to win TE2. Okay? Mm. Right now I think he has it, right? Right this today. Yes. I okay. Think he's already
1: jumped. I think he's yeah. already jumped into and I really do. I think
0: today, okay? And even if not, like he I think he is building trust. Yeah. And he could be a sleeper. So I'm not saying draft him today. If you do a draft tonight, don't don't draft him today. <laughs> but I'm saying keep an eye on him. That as the season comes really close, keep an eye on that guy. Especially if you got one after the... Because some people are doing drafts after the final 53s. Yep. If you got a draft there and he's still on this roster and he's on that 53, I might take a late flyer on him as a tight end. Yeah. I might. So... I'm, I'm gonna drop the Ferguson love there on that one All um right. and I do say look go for the go for the defense if you can even as a as a backup defense um I don't know that they're like a defense one they, they might be um there's some better defenses we know that like you know shoot the Rams you know mm-hmm. like there there's some defense ones um but I would say they are a borderline one
2: mm-hmm.
0: easily a number two oh, easily yeah. a number two borderline one um you know if they can if they could jump to a 1 so i'm going to say a borderline 1 absolutely a 2 take the defense if you if you can as a depth piece at the very I like minimum
1: the i think there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of sacks i think there's i know i know turnovers are fickle from year to year and they're volatile and it's impossible to to be like oh yeah they're going to get a lot of turn. but i think they i think they're going to get maybe not as many but i think they're still a team that can get a lot of interceptions cuz Brown gets interceptions, Diggs gets interceptions. You're going to get a lot of sacks. Tank and Parsons force fumbles a lot. Mm -hmm. So like, I think there's going to be some good turnovers for this team again.
0: And look, there is something that I don't know. I wrote an article about, God, six, seven years ago now. um, And I talked about the issue the Cowboys were having with not getting their hands up across the defensive line. Mm -hmm. It was an issue for a long time there. We... We always saw balls batted down against yep. us, against every one of our quarterbacks. We've seen it against Dak. We've seen it against Romo. We've seen it against all these players, right? What we never almost saw was tip passes by the Cowboys at the defensive line. You were like, just get your hands up. Yeah, We are seeing more of that this preseason, this training camp so far than I think we've seen collectively over the last
1: five years. Well, just think of this. Two joint practices, right? Basham has two tipped passes. Interceptions. He's mm-hmm. tipped tipped a pass and intercepted it and returned it for a touchdown against the Broncos. And then today against Justin Herbert, tip pass, interception for Basham Basham again. Basham is trying to keep his spot on a team and he's getting his hands up and he's he's making some plays.
0: Yeah, and I think for your turnover point, if you can get a defensive line who can at least either knock down passes or Tip passes at the line. It opens up possibilities of of interceptions. It you know it opens up you know a receiver having to adjust and then not catching the ball squarely and causing a fumble. It it causes issues. So
1: I'm just saying, like honestly, this defense has the potential to be very, very, very good this year, mm -hmm. and it starts with the pass rush because. Look at last year at the end of the season, how well they were playing. Um, and you got to remember, DeMarcus Lawrence missed the first eight to nine weeks of the season with a broken foot and then came back, right? Gallimore missed the first nine weeks of the season with a broken elbow and then came back. Micah Parsons was a rookie who hadn't played football in over a year because he sat out his, mm-hmm. he sat out 2020 uh, of college because of COVID. And if you look at Parsons, at the eight week mark, Parsons only had three or four sacks. He finished the year with 13. So he took over in the second half of the year because he finally, you know, it started making sense and he started well, AI. And you have a supporting cast. Yeah, and you had a like, support cast. So we, like, we want to talk pass all these... rush, this. Yeah, pass rush, if it starts from the beginning of the season to where it was playing at the end of last season and does that the entire year, you could have a dangerous defense. I'm
0: like, it it will be interesting to see how teams plan for him, right? Because wow. what we didn't it? see, we didn't see a lot of that until the very end of the season last year. Mm-hmm. That teams were really truly planning for Micah Parsons, right? As we all know, they always plan for Tank. We mm-hmm. we know this. They they, they plan for Tank, right? You have to, and it, and you know I think the up to about game thirteen ish or so. Teams were still kind of like, he's a rookie. He's going to hit his wall. Like, you kind of saw it. You were like, yeah, he may not. And then, you know, look, playoffs, he, 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 we were hoping a little more. Um, it wasn't awful. I'm just saying we were, I think everybody was hoping for like, oh my gosh. Um, which it wasn't, but he was solid. I'm just yeah. saying it wasn't like, oh my God, there he is. Um, so I, I'll be interested to see how teams, scheme for him now, knowing what he is, having a full year of tape and having a full off season, knowing they're going to play him. I do wonder if that'll hurt, if he's just gonna be like, screw it, I don't care. Like it's still gonna be what it's gonna be, or if the Cowboys are gonna have to readjust and say, okay, we need to do something a little different to, to free up his ability. I don't know. It could be
1: all of the above or none of the above. Um I just think he's I just think he's too good. He gets to overcome, and then you have the help that he has, like that play today where he got the sack on, um, just ran through Eckler. The defensive line blew the offensive line off the ball, off the line, and it was a wide open. And the only and he basically just walked, he the sea, was parted, and he walked across the Red Sea. <laughs> and a yeah. Eckler tried to step in front, and it wasn't pretty for him. Um, yeah. so like if, if the defensive line can get that push. Gallimore and Osa and Tank can get any kind of push and, and cause people to be like hey we got to double team this guy because he's getting pressure and that allows Micah Parsons to run free you're done because there's not a player in this league that I've seen that's out running Micah Parsons when he's running downhill
0: right right and I'm not saying he won't be good I'm not saying any of that I'm okay, just saying no, I'm, it will be interesting to see how teams yes. scheme for him now in relation to how they schemed last year, because look, we saw people try to take Tank out and say you're going to beat me with Randy, yeah. right? We we've, we've seen that happen. Um, so I'm curious to see how they do it this year. Uh, they may not be able to. They may absolutely say, okay, we're just going to commit this to him the entire time. I don't know. I don't know. I just I'm 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 more fascinated by it than worried about it. Really, yeah, um, it'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Real quick before we roll, I want to – college season is also about to start. We're, we're all talking about pro level. College season is about to start. Is there, is there a guy – one guy, just give me a name. Is there a guy that you are like, I am excited to see this person this year? It could be from any team. It doesn't matter. It could be from USC because I know you're a big USC guy. Is there a guy that you are like, this is the guy I want to watch?
1: Yeah, I've talked about him before on past shows because last year when we were doing draft prep, I thought he was coming out. And a lot of people thought he was coming out and people were putting him in draft guides and everything like that because it looked like he was coming out. And then he decided last minute not to come out and he went back to Alabama and that's Cameron Latu, the tight end. Who showed up last year at the very end of the season and played very well and broke out in the um, the playoffs for Alabama uh, had a really strong playoff uh, outing in Alabama. Um, so I'm interested to see you know where what he's going to do as an encore coming back and saying hey this is my, I'm the tight I'm tight in one now and this is my job and see what he can do. I really like his ability. He 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 can block and he showed at the end of last year that he hey he's a receiving threat as well. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what Cameron Loftu can do.
0: That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, you know, I, I want to say I'm a big Buckeye guy, for those who don't know. Uh, look, I one guy I'm excited to see from the Buckeyes is Jackson Smith and Jigba. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you watched him last year, you were like, okay, this kid could be special.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Like he flashed those those moments where you're like, this kid could be special. Let him develop a little more. This kid could be special. I'm I'm kind of excited to see him as a Buckeye fan, mm-hmm. and I think if you're a fan of of, of wide receivers, I think yeah, he's somebody good, to he's kind special. of yeah. that he could be special. I'm not saying he is. I'm saying he has that that kind of thing, right? Where you're like, I want to watch this guy play.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, um, but outside, if I'm going to take it away from my team. Because in reality, I know my team pretty well. Um, one of the guys I'm kind of excited about, and, and it seems really weird because who loves offensive tackles, um, <laughs> right? Like, is uh, Peter Skoronsky from Northwestern, hmm. okay? This dude, like, I watched, I, I saw him lean into, like, he hit and lean into an edge guy, and the edge guy was, like, leaning, leaning. Like, he's trying to get that bull rush, and he leaned into this guy, and they, while the guy was leaning, the back bent. Ooh. Like, he was pushing him so hard <laughs> that that the edge rusher was, like, bending backwards while he's trying to go forward. It was like, holy crap, man. Like, how strong are you? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I'm kind of... Now, granted, I think it was, like, Iowa or Illinois or something, so it's not, like, the top guy, right? But... Um, like that's an impressive thing to do, mm-hmm. you know. When when you lock on to somebody and you're like, not only am I not going to move, I'm going to push your entire body backwards against physics. Mm-hmm. Good luck, right? Like, um. So as an offensive tackle, I think he's I I'm not sure if he's going to really truly be a left tackle in the NFL. He might be, um. But he is a guy I'm kind of excited to see because if he plays with the same. Power he has shown thus far, I think he might be one of your top offensive tackles coming
1: out next year. Nice, I'm gonna have to check him out.
0: Um, he's a strong dude. He's a strong dude. Now he's not like this mountain man. Like don't don't get me wrong. When I say, you know, you and I loved about um, our fullback, right? Our 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 guy Ralston, right? Our Ralston, right? Like that. Like you may not be the biggest dude, but you may be one of the strongest dudes. Yes. Right, because you understood leverage and you understood size and you understood how to use it that's mm-hmm. kind of how I see him like he's not a small guy but he's not like you look at him like Tyron Smith and you're like holy crap that guy's just gonna eat everything yeah right well, but you look at him and you're like okay okay I see you you know um so I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to watch it I know that guy that sounds so so absolutely ridiculous like <laughs> you know what I mean like you're just like uh,
1: that's, what are you doing for college football season? Well, I'm watching offensive tackle.
0: Yeah, because like nobody says that. And and look, I probably I'm, it's not like I'm gonna sit there and like like stare at the guy and be like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch every one of his games. But I kind of want to see, you know, how this guy does this year. Because if he look, he's six four three fifteen. Okay, six that's four three yeah. fifteen. That's not a small guy. But again, it's not a massive dude. Yeah. He may be a guard at the next level. I don't quite know yet, but he's got some power to him. Yeah. Like, he's just got strength. And I like offensive tackles or offensive linemen that have strength. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what he does. Um, anyway, those those that's kind of one of my things. But yeah, uh, anybody from USC, USC that you are looking specifically at?
1: I mean... You got the big names, uh, obviously, Caleb Williams with transfer from Oklahoma, what he's going to do. And you have um, Jordan Addison. He won the receiver of the year last year at Pitt. Now he transferred over as well. Um, So kind of looking forward to seeing that offense and seeing what they can do um, with Riley in their first year at USC. So I'm I'm excited about that. Um, But I will say one guy that I'm actually excited about, Ohio State. And to see him in action this year is Marvin Harrison Jr. Just because yeah. I'm a huge fan of his dad. Uh and then he he looked good. Um so I'm I'm interested mm-hmm. to see what he can do in an expanded role.
0: Especially with like CJ Stroud playing, mm-hmm. who's shown that he can he can make some plays. And if you can get it to Jackson Smith in Jigba and you get it, you know, like I think there you you got some you got some ability there. Right. Um and then the other guy for us is Paris Johnson. Speaking of offensive tackles, uh, also a guy to watch as one of your top offensive lo- tackles this year. I think he might need to add a little more oomph to the upper half of him, mm-hmm. um, but his technique's really strong. So there's that. Um, yeah, I, I, it's going to be an interesting college season this year, especially now that like the NIL has happened. And, yep. you know, just, and now they're talking like potentially NCAA is not even going to regulate college football, which I think is... <laughs> that's a whole different discussion on a whole different day for a whole another hour. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get more into it as the weeks go by because you start seeing guys actually play and, you know, college is a little different. Like you see spring ball and you see some of the, the, the practices, but you're like, eh, it's not the same as the NFL training camp. It's not quite the same. It's, yeah. it's like a watered down version, a little bit of it. Um, you know they're they're so protective of their players you know like we'll see guys in pads here and you're like oh that like Zeke today pop somebody and pop the head helmet off yep it's rare you see that in college it's like summer summer training and spring Like mm-hmm. you're kind of like they're like no 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 don't don't no no <laughs> <laughs> don't lower your shoulder into that you know so i think what's we we'll, once we get into the season we'll see a little bit more of that um i'm not sure who qb1 will be yet that's i don't even want to make that guess yet uh but again much like last year, we'll have that conversation. I think there's I think this will probably be maybe a better class than last year. I think hopefully. So. Um yeah. but we'll see. Uh so preseason game two. Saturday. Oh, Saturday. It's on tap, it's on tap. It's let's do this. We're playing the Chargers, roll it over to week the preseason week three. Um, and you know, maybe actually see some of the starters play a little bit more. Um I hope Kellen Moore starts pulling out more more motion. We've talked about it. I just want to say it again. Just get the better. motion. Absolutely. Yeah. I was on the uh, blogging the boys pregame uh, thing on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And that was one of my comments was talking about how they need to use motion. Even if you, even if you totally believe in these wide receipt, these young wide receivers, I believe they have to start using more motion. Uh, I think it's, it's going to alleviate a lot of problems, especially with some of the, the size like there is a little bit of size issue right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like we we know there is without yeah. like your tallest receiver starting right now. I mean, you have Simi and but like really it's your big guy is, is Lamb, right? Six okay. one, about two hundred pounds, right? He's not the a big, big receiver. Um so I think freeing these guys up, getting them some some space is really gonna help, especially guys like Houston and, you know, some of the more agile guys that are that rely on their speed and yep. their agility. Um, and Yak versus, like, let me out muscle this guy and go up and get the ball. Like, kind of like Gallup does in a way, even though Gallup's not the biggest guy, Gallup yeah. plays bigger than he is. He does. He does. Um, you know, so I, I don't know that you have one. May, maybe Simi. I think Simi is kind of that guy right now. Yeah. He, um, he,
1: he can box people out. He's been, doing yeah, that camp, so.
0: and he's got the speed, but like, you, I think freeing people up is, is, is vital. Um, you know, penalties. God, we got to clean the penalties up. Regardless if you believe (laughs) all of them were legit or not, or if you believe half of them were legit or not, it is an issue. It has been an issue. It is still an issue.
1: Look, 17 penalties are not on the refs, guys. Come on. Right. Like, I get it. Blaming the refs, you know. Even
0: half even half that is a lot. Like, even if you're saying, let's say, nine penalties, that's still a lot.
1: It's way too much, yeah.
0: Especially when they're repeated penalties. Offsides. Like you're lining up, like offsides. You're lining up offsides. You did that more than once. Like that's not a that's not a referee issue there. <laughs> you know, pre um, I mean, and
1: post snap the, the penalties are the most frustrating.
0: Ah, oh, it's so terrible, right? And look, I get the holding thing. Like you could call holding on every play. Mm-hmm. I, you really could. We've said that before. Everybody's said that before. I get it. You know, you're gonna have holding penalties here and there timing of penalties is an issue yep. um but man there's just some undisciplined penalties and I think that's what's that's what's irritating is like we saw some of the holding penalties where the guy was like frozen in sand and reached for a dude because he couldn't move his feet and you're like bro what are you doing mm-hmm. like that's just undisciplined play you know you missed your guy because you didn't even see him like what are we doing here um you know all, lining up awful sides like i I think that's something we have to fix so. Absolutely. Um, all right. So let's uh let's say uh us say goodnight, sweet Charlotte. No. Um, <laughs> where can we find Mr. Joseph Massey if we want to tell him he's a complete fool <laughs> or
1: an absolute hero? Yeah. Uh, find me on Twitter at the J A Massey. Um, and also um, i that started now with a uh, Pick six sports. Uh, pick six sports is uh, coming up. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, you've heard of it. We um, are starting that media group and uh, the website should be up in the next few days and we'll get written articles um, from it as well. So and, who,
0: uh, and, and let's, real quick, who else is part of pick six?
1: Yeah, you have um, Nick, your guy, Nick, uh, He He's there. Uh, Too much camber is there. Uh, Professor O um is there um so we're and, and um stevie johnson i forget his twitter handle right now but uh we've talked about him before in the past um i apologize stevie for getting your forgetting your twitter handle but uh he's also there so it's, um, we're building a, a nice crew there and okay. uh hope you got you guys follow, follow along with the uh follow along with us for the ride it should be fun
0: yeah, and Stevie also writes for Fan for us yes, as well. He does. Yes. Um so you know, you can find a lot of Stevie's work out there if you haven't been following Stevie. Look, I'm going to tell you now it is S T E V I E J P T X. That is his at it's S T E V I E J P T X. Um so give him a follow. The guy knows what he's doing. He's on the radio uh, in East Texas. He's he knows what he's talking about. Please give him a follow. Um, So, of course, he writes for Fansided on SportDFW along with myself, Reed, uh, Dink, Donnell Kearney, who we really don't talk a lot about. Uh, Dink gives a lot of good information out there as well. Uh, And you can find us at SportDFW on Fansided, or you can find me at Dan underscore Rupert, R-U-P-P-E-R-T, at the old Twitter. And uh, tell me I'm a complete idiot for my takes, which is fine. I've been called an idiot before. You know, yeah. but um, I'm fine with it. I, look, I'm, I'm good with being we called have, an idiot. Yeah. I, I was in the army. I've been called way worse than an idiot. Um, you know, like I've been married twice. I I mean, come on. I, if you <laughs> call me an idiot, that's that's mild. Um, so, well, anyway, guys, thank you for joining us. Um, hopefully you guys have a great rest of your week, which short, I get it, short week great rest of your week. Enjoy the game. We'll be watching. You'll see us tweeting. Uh, hit us up. Uh, argue with us. Compliment us. Make jokes with us. Eh, whatever. It's all fair game. Alright, guys. We will catch you on the flip. Peace. Have a good one.